Well, I was wrong. I was wrong about everything. I was in denial. I had the wool pulled over my eyes. I was bamboozled, run amok, led astray. Everything has turned out fine about the experiment. Everyone has turned out fine or fine enough. Um, so I think I was just paranoid or worried about nothing or getting myself worked up. I mean, even Kara has stuck with the experiment. Like, out of all people, Kara. Um, yeah, so I'm convinced that I was under some sort of self-inflicted paranoia spell. Um, or at least that's how I see it. I don't know. I enjoyed coaching, but often felt frustrated by not having more hands-on interaction with the work itself. When Rob said he was taking this project up to the next level, and only involving folks who have a handle on what it's all about, I got interested in continuing on in a new role, directly working with the meditations and then the portal. The meditation process, where do I even start? Um, I ended up meditating on the floor a lot, which isn't anything new. I do it on the floor all the time. Um, but this recurring image of the traveler um, really stuck out for me because everyone kept talking about how like their traveler was different each time or they had like a hard time pinning it down. But for me, it was, it was like crystal clear each time. Um, I don't know what that says about me um, or how I meditate, but it was always this, um, this tall, um, pitch black figure with this huge, like, grin, um, it was always like, I don't know, it was very dark, um, with these tiny little eyes, <laughs> and, uh, only when I was able to break through, I guess, um, like, the head came off, and it was my head underneath, it was interesting, it was a powerful image. I not exactly sure if I gained or really lost anything since we did the meditations. I've kind of felt this um haunting almost that uh this this kind of like presence that just kind of <laughs> looms almost most of the time whenever I'm sitting alone in my room and it's kind of dark again I just get this feeling that either like something is there or like something is watching it's kind of hard to describe and despite like all of the darkness and this kind of looming presence that I feel is clung on to me it was it's kind of been a very peaceful experience almost it's like a nice stillness that I've been looking for for a while. Hey, did you guys see Lucy? Is she okay? I saw her. I mean, what was different about her? I don't know. She just seems kind of off after after their work earlier. Does she? What do you mean, look off? Like, does she just look tired? Because <sighs> she's she's not acting like herself. I don't know. It's like something happened. I don't know. Maybe she's just getting into the work. Yeah, I guess. Oh, hey, Jacob, what are you doing with that broom? Um, what? <laughs> I mean, what does it look like? I, I'm making a broom coat, man. Uh, 
I, I it kind of like came to me when I was meditating one time and I decided to, you know, just pick up this hobby of broom coat men. Uh, so what I do is I put them up against a tree uh, and then I put a coat on them. It's, it's some complicated stuff, I know. Hmm. I hope I can understand it one day. All right. Who wants to go first? I uh, I can go first. Are you sure? Yeah. No, I can go. It's uh, that's fine. Okay. I will. I will gallantly throw myself into the portal first. Uh, okay. Thanks. It. No, it's cool, Jacob. It's okay. Uh, I, can go. I don't know. It. Um, she kind of like it wigged me out, like seeing that. Not gonna lie. Yeah, Lucy. Just I don't know. I don't know. So do is do you think crisscross applesauce or what kind of uh? What should I be going for here? Do I just sit down? Yes. I... <laughs> cool. All right. Nice. Here I go. Nice position. Dan? Dan, is, is he okay? I don't know. Jacob, <laughs> what is happening right now? I don't know, he's kind of scaring me. <laughs> Dan? Hello, friends! Oh? Welcome to the village. My name is the Mayor. So nice to see you. What the f- <laughs> What? What? Brie, what just happened? Who the f**k's the Mayor? I don't know. I am the mayor. Can't you see? This is my village, and I am welcoming you to it. Can you not see how beautiful it is? It is much nicer than the place that you are now. (laughs) Oh, my God. All thanks to the queen, that is. She is such a nice lady. The queen? What queen? Oh, correct. You have not been introduced yet. (laughs) Don't worry, you will meet her soon. (laughs) Hmm. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So enter the portal. What are you waiting for? It's so much nicer in here than the place you are now. The grass is much nicer. The people are much nicer. I can give you free housing. That's a rare thing these days. A life of leisure. A tour of the castle, clothes, your clothes are looking raggedy. I don't think I've ever wanted to not go somewhere. You look much too skinny and various amenities. (laughs) Okay. Um, Maybe maybe we should, I don't know, I don't know. Do we go with? Maybe. He's kind of freaking me out, though. That's so uncomfortable. Fine. You don't believe me? You wouldn't be the first. Go ahead. Uh, look over there. In the grass. Your grass. The one that looks, looks much worse than my grass. There should be a rock. It's painted yellow. Do you see it? Turn it over. There's a folded page from a very special book on the back. <laughs> But first, you must step out of the portal before you can read the page, okay? (laughs) Jacob, 
Uh, how does he- never read the page inside the portal. Do we understand? Do we got this? <laughs> if you are reading the page and you are inside the portal, it is already too late. <laughs> um, uh, how does he know that? Do we do understand mean? each other? <laughs> me, 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 me. <laughs> Jacob. Okay. What um, is happening right now? I don't know, but I kind of just want to be to to be over. So I, I'll just. But I'm just gonna do it, okay? <laughs> it's freaking me out, man. I'm so uncomfortable. How does <laughs> he know it's the even? the portal, Jacob. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um. Uh, you are the sound, the image, and the sensation. Attune yourselves to the frequency of the other world. Uh, when all three have been activated, your journey will conclude unless you fall short of the 13. 13? What is, what is 13? What is any of this? Uh, Mayor, what does this 13 mean? <laughs> The vortex was a portal. I was with the vortex. The vortex was a portal. I was with the vortex. The vortex was a Jacob. portal. Okay. Um, I'm sorry, Dan. Mayor. What is happening? No. What is? This I was with mean? the vortex. How did you see this in the first place? I was with the vortex. Why isn't he stopping? Jacob. I don't know. I don't know. Please make him stop. Oh my God. Damn it. This one didn't work. New face! Oh my god, Dan. Uh, Dan, are you okay? It's happening again. It's 11.13. Somebody tell Rob. If I do, he'll just send me to Virginia. 8.1. The key token. Connect with the frequency and vibrate with the pulse of the other world. Like a narrative. 8.3, the 8th narrative of Autumn Tremond. V is a point in a long line, the keepers of the page on which the universe is written. I am a speck, a drop of color washed with water. Water is the key and light and heat. Union is the key, physical and interdimensional, across spans of time and space. For a thousand years I found him. Not me, and not him, but us. I know this is not just a feeling, but from Marissa Mars. This is how she found him, although I can't explain why I found her. She knew his name from the archive. His ancestors have been seeking a way into the garden for a thousand years. This haunts me more than anything. I'm not so arrogant as to think that I'm the only one. A multiverse of seeds have budded. Maybe some have even blossomed. But then what? Perhaps they could not finish the work. Perhaps they fell short of the 13th. I worry more that they succeeded. Oh, uh, good. He's getting up. <laughs> yeah, but, but Jacob has... What? His eyes are still closed. Are you serious? Yeah, uh, no, come here. 
Oh my god. Um, I... <laughs> uh, J- Dan? Hey. Dan. Hey. You, well, you doing okay? <laughs> He's not responding. What is happening, Jacob? Dan. Dan, can you hear us? Dan, are you okay? There's a doorknob. What? Was it just made of gold? Uh, okay. Like... Dan? This carpet but nice. Dan. Are you doing okay, though? Like Red velvet, maybe? The lore? I don't know. What What were you doing with all those voices earlier? What was that about? Yeah. Some sort of castle. It's just a bit, right? <laughs> it's kind of tacky. Dan? Okay. He's not responding. There's two big doors in front Jacob, of Jacob, I don't think he can hear us. Like some sort of castle? Or like something that wants to be a castle? I don't know. I'm going to open these doors now, though. It's like some sort of throne room. Like, or there's thrones, and it's a room, but I feel like there should be people in here. It's a nice room, though. It's kind of cold. It's very empty. There's not a whole lot in here. There's portraits. They look nice, but it looks like the painter forgot to put on the faces of anyone. So there's just, like, bodies on the portraits. That's kind of a weird artistic choice, but that's okay. And then there's this big table, like like a dinner table, and it's it's got a bunch of empty seats. That throne looks really comfortable, though. It's got like a big old cushion on it, but there's a book on the cushion. Huh. A book? Uh, there's two. The second throne looks kind of shorter than the first one. I wonder if the second person is just a shorter person, or if that's like a power complex thing. I don't know. I think I'm going to go check it out further. It looks like there's supposed to be a lot of people in here, but I'm the only one in here. Huh. Oh, I wonder what that is. This is kind of this is uh, kind of fun, I guess. <laughs> what the f- do you mean fun? This is terrifying. I don't know. I'm trying to make the best out of this. Okay. <laughs> what is he doing? Why is um <laughs> come um, dance with me or watch your friends rot? Come dance oh my god! With me or no. Oh my god! Why? <laughs> no. <laughs> Go run, um, please. No, no, please get away. <laughs> okay, <laughs> seriously, back off. Oh my. Kid or no? I don't. Oh, uh, um, uh, maybe. Um, get, get John. Okay. Uh, uh, 
Vortex Shadows, Part 2, attributed to Marissa Mars. 5. There are three classes of creature that follow. These are the possessing spirits responsible for transforming the Traveler according to the alignment of the Traveler's unique affinities with the nature of the Second World. In essence, the Traveler does not arrive fully able to reside in this place, and so the Traveler is changed so that she can be long. Possession is not accomplished in the standard fashion imagined in the conventional reality, but by the other means, such that the possessing spirit is the agent for the traveler's change. The possessing spirits are drawn to travelers according to the psychic signals that the traveler sends off subconsciously as soon as they move through the passage. Each traveler will encounter different combinations of these entities in different orders. The first type is perhaps the hardest grasp in terms of our language and reality. These are the spirits of otherworldly space. They are a bit like elementals, except that the elements of the second world are defined by their indefiniteness. These spirits seem to emerge from the inert space around the traveler and to subsume her into space. She becomes like the malleable river that forms the visions of the second world. She is a mirror, her agency bound up with the agency of everything else around her. Six. Next are the primordial star dwellers who occupy the vast and expanding space at the edge of the second world, full of frozen solitude and climatic explosion. These beings project their own doubles, remaining at a distance, and these avatars merge and transform the traveler, endowing her with great power but little personal investment in anything but the heat and the cold. As her being expands, her emotions are crystallized and abstracted until all relation to her former circumstances is lost. 7. Last, and perhaps most sensational, are the cryptic beast. In contrast with the star dwellers, these are entities of strong and immediate passions that become a palpable energy projecting off of them like a cloud. By holding a traveler in their gaze, these entities draw out the beast transformation. The lower energy of the traveler's sex expands and consumes her being, and she becomes driven by a consuming creative desire. This creativity may also become destructive of any entity or force perceived as a limit on the impulse. While desire seed is sexual, the beast is many-colored and its influence manifests in unexpected ways. The traveler vents repressions, but it also invents new wants through a frenzied exploration of her sensual existence. Bree, it's so cold and damp here. Damn. Dan. I feel like I should find a bed. It's so cold. The sheets would probably be so warm. When's the last time I was in such a good bed? Well, I gotta find one. I know there's one around here, but everything's made of ice. The ice. weather has gotten in through the roof, and now everything's made of ice. I hope I don't slip. I feel like it should be colder in here. It's cold enough. Oh. There's so many books. It's like a library. But who would have a bed in a library? Libraries are warm. Free. Dan? <laughs>
Jacob. I'm not supposed to be the third one. It should be Autumn, Teresa, Anna. She can't stay. Dan? Um, hi. How do I look in this world? Um, you look like the queen, actually. Hmm. Well, my time is short, so let me be crystal clear. It's the book that traps them inside. Not the book of the first world. It's the book of the second. They are called two different things. They must avoid the book at all costs. The words will draw you in and trap you if you read them. But that's exactly what she'll do. She'll ask you to read it. And when she does, you'll be close enough to destroy it. You must burn it if you can. The actors, the first two, want to trap them inside so they can get free of it. Free of the book. They're playing with powerful forces and it won't go well. They could end up creating a legion of psychic vampires to terrorize the world. We wouldn't want that, would we? What? What book? Yes, the library's full of them, and she might try to fool you. Here, we don't know the title unless we see it. The only way to tell you is to have him read it, which is the end for him. We all have to make sacrifices, I guess. He might as well sit. This is it. Listen closely. In the outer world, it is the ecstasies and transformations. Here, it is called the axioms and tokens. You can free us all if you will just burn it.